All right, well, welcome back. It has been a while. <laughs> I'm really excited to be jumping back into Bible study with you. As you can see, we're studying through Genesis. Our study is called Genesis Lost and Found. And again, I am just thrilled to be able to be back in here with you and studying the Bible. It helps me to have that regular routine and be able to study the Bible. And I know it's been helpful for you as well. So thank you for being a part of our Dwelling Richly community. We've got a fabulous year ahead of us digging into God's Word, into Genesis. And I know I'm going to learn a lot. I know you're going to learn a lot. And it's just fun to be back. Uh, I hope that you are already subscribed to this channel. If you are not, make sure to click that little bell down there and uh, subscribe, get notifications, and so that you can be alerted whenever I drop a video. And let's go ahead and get started. All right, well, this is the Dwelling Richly Bible Study. I'm Jennifer Richman, and this is the place where we love God, heart, soul, mind, and strength, and we let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. We're women who are enthusiastically and intentionally in God's word, all for that main goal from Colossians 3.16, that the word of Christ would dwell in us richly. We're going to jump right into this study today. I've got great information to share with you just on how to access this study, and this will be a quick introduction, and then right after this, we'll jump into the very first lesson. So uh, if you have your computer screen and your computer ready to go, I want you to hop over to our main website, which is jennifergrichmond.com. On that website, when you go there, I want you to see uh, the, how easy it is to be able to uh, get to uh, all of the resources for Dwelling Richly. And then I'm going to share with you another uh, resource as well. Um, right now, let me get that screen up there for you. And you can see I'm in edit mode on my on my blog page. That part won't show up on yours. But when you get here, you want to click Dwelling Richly, and you can see all the resources available, Bible studies that I've written. And right now, of course, is in Genesis. I'll click on that, and hopefully it's not too slow to open. There we go. <laughs> and uh, there you go. Um, how to register if you're not already registered. How to share this with other people who might like to. Um, so several resources I have, including a complete list of resources that I keep on my uh, Amazon uh, list. You can click through there and check some of those great resources out. Um, on that list, it actually includes things like the new um, NET Abide Journal that helps you to just read right straight through Genesis and do some journaling through that. Some of you might find that very helpful. It gives you a link also for the NET Bible that I I really recommend as well as several other resources like books to read and also I don't know if I grabbed it, but um, the pen that we love the Pentel a um, pencil really a highlighting pencil. All right, so all those are there. Um, you can print your own cover just like this one here and uh, uh, have that added to a notebook to keep things organized. And then each time we start a new lesson, I will give you a new wallpaper that'll have our memory verse on it. And you can just download that right to your phone. It'll look like this, ta-da! And it'll have the, our uh, theme on it and then our memory verse. So there you go. Your memory verse is just going to be right there in front of you to see. And then here's again how you register. And every time we upload a, a lesson, I'll put it right in here. And you can uh, download those or just open it on your browser. That'll look like that. Okay. Uh, then also you might want to get a resource ready, uh, Bible Gateway. Uh, I'll be using that in just a minute as we begin to read through uh, the lesson. I want to encourage you to read the opening pages of our introduction here. At the beginning of this lesson, you have 
Um, just a few notes from me. Here's the introduction packet and then attached to that will be uh, lesson one, which I'll start in just a second. But read through the introduction. Uh, that'll give you a lot, of, a lot of answers to questions that you have just on how this Bible study is structured. Uh, read through that and then we're gonna jump right into lesson one in just a second. Are you guys ready? Get your Bible, get your lesson, and I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a minute to get that organized, and I'll be right back here to begin lesson one. All right, welcome back. Let's get ahead into lesson one of our Genesis study. As always, I like to just kind of read this through with you. You can listen while you're doing your laundry or whatever, but this gives you that understanding and rationale, and then we'll get into the meat of our opening lesson. So let's do this together. Great idea. Join Jennifer live or later and go through every lesson of the study with our Bible study community, Dwelling Richly podcast. So that's what you're watching right now. You can also just listen to this if you prefer and just get that on any podcasting app. I use Podbean for mine and just find the Dwelling Richly podcast and there you'll have it. So ready? Maybe you decided this study is going to be your very best yet. You made sure to set aside time in your busy schedule so that you wouldn't get swamped and let the lessons go to the last moment. Not that you would ever do that, right? Maybe this is your first time doing a Bible study and you have no idea what to expect wherever you are, wherever your expectations are. Here's what you can count on. I'm praying for you and God is ready to bless you amazingly. It's a simple plan. Each lesson is laid out to let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. I designed this routine to give you comfort in the pattern and the predictability. Also, every step is a thoughtful way to approach the study so that you become equipped to know the word and deepen your faith. Look at these steps on this next page here. Number one, know two things. You have an advocate, yay. Jesus himself is praying for you. Imagine that. It's pretty amazing, don't you think? And it's true. You're doing a good thing by getting into God's word. Staying faithful and focused isn't always going to be easy. So right here and now, think about how cool it is that Jesus is advocating for you, cheering you on, making a way for you to do well in this venture. Number two, you have an enemy. Yikes. And it's true. But it's only discouraging if you forget number one. Satan, the Bible says, is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That's you. You may find that more than any other time in your life, you have scheduling challenges. <laughs> where that eight came from emotional weakness mental fatigue relationship issues you name it anything at all to get in the way of you getting into the word so with these two things in mind here's some practical tips for making sure that you're successful in this study pray get armored up tell god you want his blessing as you study as you schedule study think and get into the word god will always answer that kind of prayer with a big fat yes Partner, connect with someone in your group. You can share encouragement and accountability, send texts, make calls, meet up with your study buddy and encourage one another. Plan, you didn't just show up at your last dentist appointment. You did some, just miraculously find the date to get together with a friend. Your car didn't just magically repair itself while you were sleeping. You saw a need and made time to make sure it all happened. Plan now for the time that you will spend in this Bible study, it won't just happen. And then prioritize. I bet you brushed your teeth today. Maybe you even flossed. <laughs> you probably went to the dentist too at some point in the last year. Why? Well, you value your teeth and you want them to look nice and not fall out of your head. You made dental health a priority because you know the consequences are pretty ugly if you don't. And guess what? 
your spiritual health is even more valuable. Make it a priority. All right. So the dwelling ritually approach is a little unique. It uh, complements any other Bible study you've done before, but there are some nuances to the way I approach teaching Bible study. Let me go ahead and go over those with you so you understand what we do in dwelling richly. The foundational idea of dwelling richly studies is to let the word of God dwell in you richly. Each day moves you through the spiritual disciplines or habits to help you grow as a disciple of Jesus Christ. So number one, pray. Ask God for understanding and pray for others in this study as well. Think about a focus word to help you pray like clarity or peace or wisdom. Ask God to give you understanding in a specific way during your study. Having a focus word will help with that. Number two, memorize and meditate. M&Ms. Maybe you can even have some M&Ms as a reward for yourself. Write the memory verse in the text box at the top of each page. And number three, Write that M&M verse every day that you use your lesson and use the write the word pages at the end of each lesson that actually begins in lesson two. You'll have all of Genesis written by the end of this study. That's a big deal. Wow. Write the word begins in lesson two, like I said. <laughs> Number four, read today's passage. At the end of this study, you'll have read through Genesis at least three times. Wow. Again, you'll discover new and more amazing truths each time. Number five, engage respond to the prompts answer questions think and get stuck yes get stuck you won't always feel like you understand or have the right answer that's okay just let the word of god dwell in you richly reflect i'll share some of my thoughts on that and we'll think together about what we've been reading and what we're understanding number seven create and share the final day of each lesson will culminate in an opportunity for you to express your thoughts feelings and ideas about what you've learned dwelling in the word all right so we're going to go ahead and dive into lesson one day one in just a minute uh right now i'm going to take a break and i'll be right back to begin this next part of the lesson all right welcome back and now it's time to go ahead and dive into the meat of this lesson day one and uh, just so you a quick reminder, you know, each of the lessons are basically set up the same way, but lesson one stands unique among all the lessons in this study. In lesson one, we're going to take a big overview and read through all of Genesis. And don't worry, we're not going to do that in one day. Um, I've tried to divide each days of the lesson to take about 25 to 35 minutes. Some days may be a little bit longer, depending on how much thinking and digging in it takes for you. And some days you might find, well, it would just really quick, like 10 or 15 minutes. But really, a lot of it depends on you and how much, again, like I said, you're you know digging in and, and getting into your study. And sometimes there's just a lot of material to cover. So give yourself some grace and some room for that. Try not to wait to the last minute to get your studies done. We want to develop the spiritual discipline of being in the word routinely. And so that's part of the blessing of this type of Bible study. It encourages and rewards you for that as well. All right, let me go ahead and get the screen back up here so you can see the lesson for that we're going through. And um, we always open, it'll always look the same. You'll always see, you know, lesson day one, and memorize and meditate. And our verse that we're working on is Isaiah 40, uh, verse 28. And I'm gonna talk about that in just a quick minute. 
Um, and then you'll see a focus uh, for what's going to happen for this whole lesson. Right now it's a Genesis overview and then maybe a couple of reminders. So scripture references are from the New English translation. I mentioned that in the previous video. And then do this lesson with me, which you are. Hi. <laughs> and um, YouTube. And don't forget, it's also over on any podcast. Just go to the Dwelling Richly uh, in your search bar of any podcast you want to use. Um, Apple's iTunes or Podbean, which is one I use. Pocket Cast is another good one. Uh, even Spotify, if you use Spotify, the Dwelling Richly Study is available there as well. All right. So number one, write Isaiah 40, 28 ask, uh, um, in the Memorize and Meditate box at the top of the lesson. You're just going to write that verse right up there. And that verse, just so you know, is right on the very front cover of your study. <laughs> uh, this is actually taken from the New International Version, memorized it out of whatever version you're accustomed to. But uh, several years ago, I ended up writing a melody to this song and teaching it to a bunch of kids that I was working with at the time as a full-time school teacher. And I've added that song to uh, the playlist that you're watching right now on YouTube. Uh, so go ahead and listen to it. It's old. It's from this chapel that I did with a bunch of my kids back then. I think you'll get a kick out of it, but it's word for word scripture and maybe it'll help you memorize it as well. Let's go ahead and read it together. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. All right. So there's our opening verse. This will take two weeks to memorize that. You can knock that out in a day. I mean, that's, that's not that long. I know some of you get a little gun shy about trying to memorize verses like, I, I don't know if I can do that, but you can. You can totally do that. All right, scrolling down here, let's go ahead and get back into our lesson and our next question. Number two, pause and pray. So ask God to help clarify your purpose as you begin. Ask for wisdom and understanding. Ask God to help you be disciplined and focused to overcome any obstacles in completing the study and write your prayer here. Those of you who are doing the lesson with me right now, write along, pause this, take a minute to pray, and then write out some key points from your prayer time. Let me go ahead and open us right now in prayer, and then we'll continue. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for your love for us. We thank you for the power of your great word. And as we get into our lesson and begin this study, we're full of uh, anticipation and hope of what we're going to learn. Help us to stay focused and to really grow in our understanding of who you are. Bless our time together now in your word in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Number three. Here's what I already know about the book of Genesis. Write down five or eight things. It's okay if you don't know anything at all. Just write down what you think you already understand. Names, places, events. Some of you might have already done this exercise when you were in quiet time with us at the beginning, uh, at the intro of the lesson. If not, um, this is your chance to do it. And then if it is, this is your chance to expand on that. But what are some things you already know? Maybe you can think, oh, I know Noah, I know, you know, I've heard of him, I've heard of Adam, maybe Abraham. Um, Moses, those are um, those are some people that we're going to encounter um, in person. Not not Moses. We'll talk about him, um, but those are people we're going to encounter through this study and maybe other events. Um, obviously, I would think Noah's flood. Everyone would be familiar with that. But what are some other things? If you are watching me right now on YouTube or even listening on the podcast, go ahead and just drop in the comments what comes to your mind who what when where events things like that when you think about genesis you can pause and take a minute to do that drop a comment or just keep watching and drop a comment as we go number four why isaiah I thought we were studying genesis consider our memory verse isaiah 40 28 
Why do you think this is an appropriate verse to memorize? These are the types of questions that I like to ask in our study that I might not particularly want to you know, speak my thoughts on because I want to hear from you. And again, the best way for us to do that is for you to just drop a comment in the video and engage as we go through these. Um, of course, always in the podcast as well. But um, why do you think? Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. Why is that an important verse? Why would I pick that, right? Well, probably a key word in there as you're thinking about it is creator. You are the creator of the ends of the earth. That's important. Also, as I'm thinking about that verse, I'm thinking, gosh, there's questions in there. I, I think having an opening question that gets us thinking about, um, don't you know this? Isn't this evident? Uh, that God is saying is a reminder to us as we're getting into Genesis that what is in Genesis is so fundamental that God even asks his people thousand years later, don't you know, haven't you heard? <laughs> like I'm the creator of everything, right? So this is a very important uh, verse. What are your thoughts on that? Why do you think Isaiah 40 verse 28 is a significant verse to use as we open this study? Number five, signed Moses. Told you we were going to talk about him. Although there is some debate about its authorship, Moses is generally accepted as the author, not only of Genesis, but of the next four books in the Bible. These books of the Bible are collectively referred to as the Torah in Hebrew and Pentateuch in Greek. What do you already know or think you know about Moses? Hmm. So from attending church, maybe sermons that you've heard, maybe Sunday school lessons when you were a kid, what are some things that come to your mind when you think of Moses? Maybe you're thinking of the Ten Commandments. Maybe you think crossing the Red Sea. Um, what do you know about him personally? Maybe his family. Again, these are the types of questions. I want to see some comments from you. Don't forget to leave a comment um, here on YouTube or over on the podcast. And then from popular culture, a movie, a TV show, a book, etc., things like that. Um, do you have an idea about anything about that? I mean, for me, one of the most um, dynamic movies is the Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. Right? You picture him holding up those Ten Commandments. So I grew up with that movie, watching it every year, right? Uh, maybe you've never seen it. I do recommend watching it. And uh, then watch the cartoon, Prince of Egypt. That's another great one. And maybe you've already seen that movie as well. But those are two I highly recommend. And not because they're so perfectly biblically accurate, but because they're very visually appealing, entertaining, and give you some ideas about what it might have looked like. All right. So let's go ahead back over to the lesson. I'm going to go ahead and keep my big screen up here and continue reading. So read Psalm 90. Who wrote this psalm? How is he described? Use wording from the psalm to describe God and man. And so, uh, what you'll see is a resource I want you to be familiar with is Bible Gateway, which I've already got called up here. And it's a very quick and easy way to access things online. I'm sure I've shared this with you before, those of you who are, you know, experienced at doing dwelling richly with me. And then, of course, you just read it from your Bible or your phone or whatever. I do do absolutely recommend that you get out your actual Bible and open it up and feel the paper in your hands get out a marker pencil and write and think about it but let me go ahead and read psalm 90 for us right now oh lord you have been our protector through all generations even before the mountains came into existence or you brought the world into being you were the eternal god you make mankind return to the dust and say return O people yes in your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday that quickly passes 
or like one of the divisions of the nighttime. You bring their lives to an end and they fall asleep. In the morning, you are, uh, in the morning, they are like the grass that sprouts up. In the morning, it glistens and sprouts up. At evening, it withers and dries up. Yes, we are consumed by your anger. We are terrified by your wrath. You're aware of our sins. You even know about our hidden sins. Yes, throughout our all our days, we experience your raging fury. The days of our lives pass quickly like a sigh. The days of our lives add up to 70 years or 80 if one is especially strong, but even one's best years are marred by trouble and oppression. Yes, they pass quickly and we fly away. You can really fathom the intensity of your anger. Your raging fury causes people to fear you. So teach us to number, to consider our mortality so that we might time live wisely. Turn back toward us, O Lord. How long must the suffering last? Have pity on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your loyal love. Then we will shout for joy and be happy all our days. Make us happy in proportion to the days you have afflicted us, in proportion to the years we've experienced trouble. May your servants see your work. May the sons, their sons see your majesty. May your, our sovereign God extend his favor to us. Make our endeavors successful. Yes, make them successful. All right. Uh, how many of you are familiar with that psalm? That's one of my absolute favorite psalms. And uh, it just, it rings true. I, I usually share it at the beginning of every year. The New Year's kickoff, it's so appropriate then. But let's take a look at this psalm and answer a couple quick questions. Number, the first one here is who wrote the psalm? Well, if you recall back at the very beginning in the headline there, Moses did. How is Moses described? If you look in your Bible, you should have a heading that along those lines that just simply says a man of God. So a prayer of Moses, a man of God. Very simple on the description. So use wording from the psalm to describe God and to describe man. If you look back through the psalm, you can see God described, let me go ahead and share the screen with you again, so you can see that. You can see him described as protector, um, that he brought into being, so he's a creator. You make mankind return to the dust, so he's all powerful. Um, you, you're, you bring their lives to an end, they all fall asleep, so he's sovereign because he's in charge of when people's lives end. Um, he's angry, he's wrathful, he's aware of sins. Right, a furious, raging fury. Right, um, let's see who can really fathom the intensity. A lot about anger, right? Raging fury again, raging fury again. So, how do we see man? You've been our protector. We are people who need protecting. Um, you make mankind return to the dust. We are of the dust. Okay. As we're reading this all also, by the way, I hope you're, you're, hope you're thinking in your mind, why are we in Psalm 90? I thought we were reading Genesis, but I hope you're seeing and maybe even hearing some key words that are gonna help you to connect this Psalm that Moses wrote back to Genesis when we start reading in Genesis. Um, our lives are fade away quickly. Not, they, we don't last unless we're especially strong, he says, maybe 80 years we'll get out of life. Um, we need to be taught. We need to understand our mortality we have a desire and need to be satisfied by God's loyal love so that we can be happy, truly, truly happy. All right. So um, good, good points. Hopefully that helps you to kind of think uh, through this um, 
as you go through. All right, and then finally, write two to three verses or phrases from Psalm 90 that you feel especially connect with Genesis. Why do you think they connect well? Well, thinking again, going back to the Psalm at the very opening of the Psalm, this particularly stood out to me. Verse three, you make mankind return to the dust. If you are thinking back through Genesis and maybe even at the beginning when you thought, what do I already know about Genesis? Maybe you already knew or had a sense of, Oh, in the creation account, it talks about how God made mankind, and it says he made him out of what? Dust, right? So you make mankind return to the dust, all right? So that makes a connection for me back to um, Genesis. Um, he says, even before the mountains, in verse 2, before the mountains came into existence, or you brought into the world into being, you were the eternal God. God existed before everything else came into existence. This brings me back to Psalms as well. Um, in your eyes, a thousand years are like today that quickly passes or like one of the divisions of the nighttime. We talk about divisions of the nighttime in the opening chapter of uh, Genesis 1. Uh, a thousand years are like that, that time. In other words, God transcends time. He's, he doesn't have time marked the way we do with the rising and the setting of the sun. Okay, so those are just a few key things from Psalm 90. We'll go into more, but maybe you have more that you'd like to share as well. Let me go ahead and close our time here with a simple reflection through this word. Those of you who are in the Roman study might realize this is familiar. Uh, it was a perfectly apropos opening thought uh, for the Genesis study. So I went ahead and kept it in here from last year. Let me read it with you. Let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. That's Maria from The Sound of Music. She sings those words as she gets to know the children in her care. To read we begin with ABC, she sings. And the song goes on sweetly singing about how beginnings really are simple. And that's where we are today. We're at the beginning of this study. And like Maria singing to her children, I want to sing, in a sense, to you. A song of hope and expectation and a song of simplicity. My heart as we begin is that you will delight to learn a bit more every day. My hope is that together we'll grasp the riches of God's amazing word to us are simple enough for a child to understand and deep enough that we can never reach the depths, but we will so love the journey. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. That's the theme verse of this study and of every study I write. Instead of Bible study being some way of being a good Christian or of getting things checked on your to-do list, let's ask God together today to help us keep it simple and still find ourselves overwhelmed by the great, deep, beautiful depths of God's love as well as we all dwell in his word. All right. Well, thank you for being here with me today in this opening introduction and this opening lesson. I look forward to being back here again uh, with you in lesson, uh, lesson one, day two. And uh, you know, I hope you will join me. And don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you click and subscribe. And I'll put up some notes at the end of this video. You can watch that fun little video of me singing our Bible verse, uh, Isaiah 40. And maybe that'll help you memorize it as well. And don't forget, we meet in Bible study every two weeks. Registration is open and you are able to come in person or online. I would love to see you here in person with me. And as always, know as you wrap up this lesson and every lesson that you are loved and prayed for. And I look forward to being back here again with you real soon. Bye-bye for now.